Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Broadbent. Joining me once again is my co-host, Richie Schneiderite. And uh, we're here to kind of do something a little unconventional for us. Um, we're going to talk about Greg Schiano and the accusations that he was kind of heavily involved with the whole Michigan scandal. Um, we also have some recruiting stuff that I think you guys will find interesting, too. Um, but let's just kind of talk right about this. Um, there's a viral video that is now circulating that a lot of people are pointing to like, oh, maybe we should have noticed this earlier in the year of Shiano getting interviewed at halftime of the Michigan game. Rutgers is down 14 to seven at this point. Shiano says something along the lines of like, there's a lot of stuff going on right there. Some stuff that's not right. Uh, Rich, I know you said you have the video of it. Do you want to just pull that up right now so people can hear it? And then we'll kind of break down what we think he was actually talking about or what we kind of know he was talking about. Should be looking at. I don't know why it's not popping up on that. No. Can you see it on your end? I can't. No. Hmm. Let's see. Why is it doing? It that? is loading from what it looks like. Yeah, I don't know why it's being weird about it though. There we go. All right. Perfect. So I can't hear anything right now. You can't hear it. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. You can't hear it at all? Mm-mm. That's weird. I don't know how to change that. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Would it be this? Here now? No. Still not? Nope. Hmm. Well, I'm not really sure, but he doesn't really say much, so I we kind of <laughs> just right. have to work with what we got. All right, so basically what Shiano says is, I kind of paraphrased it earlier, but he says, there's a lot going on out there right now. Some of the stuff going on out there right now is, isn't right, and we got to talk about it in the locker room. So some people are insinuating that he was talking about, they're noticing basically that all the plays they call are getting sniffed out pretty quickly by, by Michigan. Um, but what in reality was happening was the refereeing was just so clearly one sided that first half, just absolutely brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, to rehash it a bit, Rutgers has the ball up seven nothing after a three and out. Common guy breaks a twenty five yard run. They call a bullshit holding call mm-hmm. that you know upon replay, even the, the people in the booth are like, I don't know what they saw there, but I guess it was a hold. Um, and that basically set the offense back. You know, first and twenty, you guys know that this offense isn't really built to convert first and 20 against no. Virginia tech, let alone Michigan. Yeah. Um, and there was a bunch of other calls in that game, but is, is that your read on things too? I know you've kind of talked to some people. That yeah, no, this, he's so strategic with everything he does. Let, let's be honest. Like he's one of the most strategic guys there is. Like he, he's all about details, details, details. He's not going to go out there at halftime and basically accuse Jim Harbaugh of, of sign stealing. No, this is the same guy who last year got so pissed off at Ryan Day, he ran across the field to fight him. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. 
Like, you think that he's not, he's just going to do this all of a sudden and just be like a, a rat? No, like, it's just yeah. the dumbest thing in the world. But I think people are just completely over, uh, overplaying this. It's not like even a thing. It was all about the refereeing. You saw, you saw, I'm seeing everyone complain about the refereeing over the past couple of weeks, not just that week yeah. specifically. And, um, yeah, I mean, and it seems like the Big Ten doesn't do them any favors in the first place between scheduling, between the referees being awful. So, I yeah, no, it's just it's it's a it's a hard no. It's the stupidest thing in the world. Like he's not gonna do that on national TV, especially on national TV at halftime. Like, mm-hmm. I'll go to your face and say it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, the NCAA is investigating allegations that Michigan was uh, improperly stealing signs i guess mm-hmm. and just to kind of break it down it's a very like weird minutia thing where you're you're allowed to steal signs if you can mm-hmm. understand what the opponent signs on the sideline mean and you can you know adjust your play calls accordingly just from watching what they're saying and you know the plays that result mm-hmm. from that that's one thing but apparently the allegation is they have people attending live games of their <laughs> opponents filming those games and then breaking down from the, the video they record what those signs actually mean on the field so they can get that mm-hmm. information and then when they play that opponent in the future they know you know pat on the head means you know a you know a deep shot or something just stupid stuff like that yeah um so that's what they're accused of not that you know they were stealing a sign and Chiano realized it mid-game um that, that was purely about the refereeing i agree i just kind of wanted to put this out there to debunk it because Honestly, I don't like that Shiano's getting a call to rat. He's gotten accused of a lot of Stupid. stuff in national media. Conspiracy yeah. <laughs> people from Tennessee in the past, he gotten accused of this now from Michigan fans. It's just it's just way over the top. And uh, Tom Coughlin the, ripped him a new one. Tom Coughlin they, they went both after the kneel down. Yeah. Yeah. So just felt like we needed to come on and, and debunk all that. Yeah. Um I just kind of keep going with it, but it's it's just insane. Number one, like this, like if you're gonna be as a college coach, number one, like you can't be using the same play calls each week. Like you can't be doing the same signal each week. Otherwise, like hey, like Michigan's gonna run again. Yep. Like no shit. Like that's just dumb. Like mm-hmm. so, I'm I'm sure most of these coaches are probably changing constantly and just changing weekly almost in terms yep. of signals and stuff like that. Um, we've we've seen players like I I like I was telling you before I can probably pop this up actually have a i found it interesting because northwestern did this and um who else was it virginia tech did it when they came to Rutgers, and they're it's just like hiding from i don't know if they're trying to hide it from the booth or someone also insinuated they might be like doing it in terms of uh what do you call it um trying to get the players to like look here look here this is where the guy's making I think the signal that's that's more likely what it is yeah it, like some just, people like Rutgers uses you know, GAs and polos that are bright colors yeah. to indicate certain things. That just might be their way. Other than, like instead of having a guy in a red hat or a mm-hmm. red polo, yeah. to have a giant N. So there's no mistaking when I'm looking over the sideline, regardless it's, it's of where right we there. are on the yeah. field, I know where my my audible mm-hmm. is or where my you know my signaling's coming from. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like like you said, Rutgers has like a yellow shirt, green shirt blue shirt it's weird as hell to see a Rutgers logo on a blue shirt and a yellow shirt I but i mean that's how it works but uh yeah you'd, you'd have to be dumb not to change your calls every week either way yeah so i i don't i think this is just not a big deal but if, if you jim harbaugh's not a big deal for everything Rutgers, like who cares yeah like, 
But yeah, no, not a big deal for Rutgers. Regardless, it's it's nothing. It's a nothing burger for Shiano. Like the guy's just too strategic to even do anything like anywhere near like that. Putting it on national TV at halftime. Yep. So hundred percent agree. Anyway, um, so what else did you want to hit on today? Ooh, a little recruiting info. So I was talking to some people again from uh, the weekend. Got a couple more uh, tidbits from the big, uh, arguably the biggest recruiting weekend in Rutgers basketball history, Rutgers athletics history, yep. maybe. Um, so sounds very, 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 very promising that Dylan Harper will end up a Scarlet Knight. Now, when that's going to happen, we're hearing a little bit more about a timeline, potentially. Now, that timeline sounds like it could be in December. Now, he's, in December, he's going to play against Ace Bailey at the City of Palms Classic down in Florida. And, and there's some talk that that could be the day that he, he does it, when they play each other on the hardwood and both their high school teams and all that. Now, that's kind of a weird situation because like, I guess you could technically sign and just not get announced. Like, oh. Rutgers has done it before. I like, did it this past cycle with Jermichael Davis. They didn't announce him till what, like, June? Yeah. They didn't announce so, him, period, actually. Oh, yeah. So, there, there you go. Um, he's obviously on the team. Like, he signed. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess you could technically sign in November. Not really. I don't, I don't know how it works. Like, can college, like, once you sign, like, coaches can't reach out to you anymore. So, now, like, if it's a secret signing, how do they Yeah, know? but that hasn't held people back from actually doing well, I mean, it yeah, like of course, but... there's been plenty of guys who like look at the this is named Jaden Rashada yeah the, the quarterback who mm-hmm. had that astronomical number for <laughs> NIL he was signing for and then when Pretty he found enough. out he wasn't getting it mm-hmm. he was able to get out of his NIL I don't know where he ended up Arizona State Arizona Which, State weird. I mean the the whole concept of an NIL being like this you know, cemented binding thing has certainly deteriorated over the last mm-hmm. decade. It's a lot easier to get out of an NIL now than than it was. Used to yeah. have to like essentially have like the coach get fired in order to get out pretty of one. Much. Yeah. Um, but now it's seemingly pretty easy to get out of it. Um, not that a lot of kids do it, um, mm-hmm. but it is easier if you really fight to get out of an NIL to get out of an NIL. And I say all that to just say that. It's not going to prevent tampering because we've seen that a few times, mm-hmm. um, a handful of times. Of course. Um, but it is strange if you don't sign, if you don't secretly sign, you do announce, let's say in December, just throughout an arbitrary month. Mm-hmm. Um, the late signing period is not until April. That's what sucks. So you see that you've seen this with Boogie Fland this week, where mm-hmm. it seemed like he was leaning towards Indiana. It seemed. From yep. what you were hearing, Indiana, <laughs> a definitive Indiana choice, and then ding, ling, ling, Bagman comes, <laughs> the eleventh hour, and he ends up at Kentucky. Now, w- what you're doing by announcing in December and signing in April is you're extending that eleventh hour from a couple days to mm-hmm. four months, and so it puts a giant target on Rucker's back. And there's, it's just like it, o- it opens up a lot of interesting permutations because you never really know what's going to happen in sports. Mm-hmm. You never really know who's going to tear his ACL or you never really know who's going to want to transfer out. Yeah. Cause that's a whole basketball season of things to happen that could affect the outcome of a recruitment. And that's not to say that I think, I, I think he's really locked in on Rutgers. Like if yeah. you look at 
his finalists. Like Kansas is filled up on guards, it seems. Duke has taken a bunch of kids, and it seems like Duke has fallen off in that recruitment. Like I didn't really take Auburn as like a serious, no, serious thing. Indiana is getting a bunch of kids. There's they only have one commitment from the twenty four class right now, but I don't think Indiana was ever really a totally serious thing either. I mean, trolled them. He trolled them. Yeah, he was doing the the Ron Harper Junior. Uh, you know. Onions uh, pose and the Indiana candy stripes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So all that's to say is everything's pointing towards Rutgers. I'm not saying any of this stuff I just said the last minute and a half to dissuade anyone from believing in it. It's just an awkward time if you're going to commit then to do it. That's all. Yeah. No. It, but it's it, his recruitment, it's... so he can, honestly he can do whatever the hell he wants. Like, yeah. I want him to feel like he has ownership on this. Like I know he's probably getting pulled in a lot of directions. He's got a lot of people talking about him all the time, which I can understand would be stressful. If you just like have everything taken out of context, like a single Instagram story that you, you post can be like a talking point for an entire week for certain people. Yeah. So all that's to say is he's got to just do what he thinks is right. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily what everyone else thinks is right. Yeah, I agree. But it does sound like December could be the day. Finally, we might have a date, sort of. Not really. Who knows? But it seems like it's all Rutgers all the way. After this weekend, especially, another visit, an official visit, finally. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to visit anywhere else, personally. I know people keep talking that like, he mm-hmm. might want to make those other visits, like to Kansas and potentially Duke again. But I just I don't see it mm-hmm. happening at this point. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, you used to only be able to take one official visit to each school. They recently changed that in the last few years where you can only take one official visit to a certain school in a certain year. Mm-hmm. So you can take official visits as a junior and a senior. Yep. And you could take multiple official visits to schools mm-hmm. in your uh, in that period of time. So you can take one each year. You yeah. can also take as many official visits as you want at this point. So it's yeah, it's it's insane. I'd like to see like who ends up having that record of taking the most official visits. I haven't heard of anyone who's just like taking one every weekend, but I'm sure a kid no. will do that at some point. Yeah, big name kid who's gonna end up doing it. I would have been intrigued mm-hmm. to see if Travis Hunter would have like uh, I feel like he's a kid that would have went oh, yeah. to like all eighteen top eighteen schools. Like Yep. Fuck it. I'm gonna just go everywhere. And every why not? Weekend. Like yeah. you could treat it like a king. You eat like the best foods you've ever had. Like it's great you get just five-star treatment your family can come along with you like mm-hmm. i don't see why you wouldn't if yeah. i mean i i know i wouldn't because yeah. you know i probably um as you know in my 30s i'd be more <laughs> mature about it than a 16 year old and rightly so and i don't know I, I could see somebody doing a lot of crazy stuff but oh yeah we'll see it's a lot of steak dinners that's a lot of steak dinners a lot of lobster yeah. remember that guy willie williams back in the day he had that recruiting diary on rivals. I don't think so. Um, I don't really know. There's a five star kid Showing out of here. Miami. Uh, I think it was a 22 or 2002 or 2003 class, and he did mm-hmm. like a a diary thing for rivals where he was talking about okay. each of his official visit he went on, hmm. and just the stuff that he was like talking about on each trip was hilarious. It was Jeez. like, you know. They brought us to this place, and they served a steak. They didn't give us no lobster or shrimp, though, so I didn't really like that. Um, but I have to look into that. Let's see if I can find those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's big really weekend it, right? for Rutgers sports, though. Um, just want to run through a few things because mm-hmm. this might be one of the biggest weekends of the year for Rutgers. Obviously, yeah. 
football team is in Bloomington trying mm-hmm. to get their sixth win of the year, get, become bowl eligible for the first time since 2014. I know we went to the Gator Bowl. Not the Gator Bowl. Gator Bowl. Yeah, yeah, Gator Bowl. Gator Bowl. It's 2021. Yeah, but, it's, it's yeah that was kind of backing into it. Um, the basketball team has an open scrimmage against St. John's on Saturday at Carnesec Arena in Queens. Still tickets available. If you want tickets for that, um, I don't have a link for you. Just Google it. Yeah. Uh, it's for the, all the proceeds go to the V Foundation for Dickie V. It's for cancer research. It's a great cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that is that Jim Delvano actually? Sorry. Uh, good question. It's it's for Dickie V, I know, but I don't know if it's for the V Foundation. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. I, th- I think it is the V Foundation, and uh, that was from Jim Valvano. So my bad. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, also, the field hockey team on Sunday hmm. is facing the number one team in the nation in Northwestern. Um, if so Rutgers plays tonight as well against uh, Indiana, I think, in, in field hockey, and they're not very good. Yeah. So if they win both games this weekend, they are guaranteed at least a share of the Big Ten regular season title, which would be huge. It would be, I believe, the first in program history. I think they won the Big Ten tournament title a few years ago. Um, they're currently the yeah. only undefeated team in all of Division One field hockey. So, huge opportunity for the team to continue their undefeated season. They uh, uh, just won 4-2 40 minutes ago. So, they so. won 4-2 yeah. today. So, they are still undefeated. So, if they win on Sunday, they will win a share of the Big Ten regular season title. So, interesting. those are the items of the weekend. Is there anything else you wanted to hit on? Uh, no, I think we're just all getting ready for tomorrow. Bowl eligibility on the line. So, uh Hopefully they can get that locked up and get that done with, and then we can start speculating on bowls again. Yeah, big, big weekend. A lot of big-time games. I know uh, we have some big games in the Big Ten this weekend. Uh, Penn State plays Ohio State. Um, so I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, Michigan, lots, Michigan lots, State, but that's nothing. Michigan, Michigan State. It would have been a bigger game had they uh, not totally imploded. Have, but Have a coach, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, guys, so this is going to be a little shorter than normal, but thank you to all who have liked, subscribed, followed, all of the, the different things that help grow the show. If you haven't already, I know you, if you listen to the show for a while, I've asked this before. If you haven't already, give us a like, give us a, a follow, subscribe to the channel on YouTube, follow it on your favorite podcasting app, rate it and review it if you haven't already those you know it seems like something small and trivial but it really does help the show get to a wider audience and helps yeah. us grow our show in general um really excited for this weekend thanks to everybody who listened this is, for me and richie this has been another edition of the network podcast so. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.